Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey there, everyone. This is Marin Ellis and... This is Tunisia. And we want to welcome you to episode four of the Muscles and Medicine podcast sponsored by Divine Design Fitness. Today, we want to introduce ourselves to you and let you know how we want to help you build your body and fortify your faith. All right, so let's go. If you're looking to get in shape, strengthen your faith, and transform your life, welcome to the Muscles and Medicine Podcast with Marin and Tunisia of Divine Design Fitness. We talk about all things fitness, health, and faith to help you get to where you want to be. Our goal is to help build your body and fortify your faith. All right, so again, I want to introduce to you my wife, Tunisia. Um, I'm excited for you guys to learn about her. She's a powerful woman, powerful woman of God, powerful woman when it comes to healthcare, and an amazing wife. So, Tanisha, tell them a little bit about yourself. Thanks, babe. So, my name is Tanisha, and I have over 20 years of nursing experience. Started back in 2007. Um, started out as a critical care nurse, transitioned into the emergency room, and then from there I went into surgery. Currently, I'm a nurse practitioner that focuses on trauma and surgery. All right. That's awesome. So what is some of the, well, not what, but I, you've seen some pretty crazy things in your years as a nurse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How has faith played a role in getting you through those things, good and bad? And how can those lessons that you learned from faith help our listeners? Yeah. Faith is a huge part of what I do how I do it. Um, I believe that God uses nurses, nurse practitioners, healthcare providers, physicians to give people hope when they're hopeless. I believe that if my faith is what allows me or gives me the strength to carry on day by day, because like you said, there are hard days right? Hard, hard, hard days where you cry, where you're happy. And I believe that my faith and what I believe in and who I believe in plays a big part in how I can get up every day and do this over and over again. Cause it can be, it can deplete you. It can be draining. So that, like you said, it can be draining. So how have you felt in the midst of everything going on with COVID-19 or coronavirus that yeah. God has built you up, built up your faith in the midst of coming home, seeing stuff on the news, seeing stuff at the hospital, seeing news reports, you know. So if you would have asked me this last year, if we would be doing this, I would say no way, right? Not in America. So COVID-19 has been an eye awakener or eye opener to so many people. Um, It's been tough, you know, to be honest, it's been tough to just see so many people not making it due to COVID-19 has been really hard on my heart. I know God is still in control and I know that in the end he will get the glory out of this, but it has, it has been hard Um, from a nursing standpoint, you go in and you want to care for people and you want to give them their all. You want to make sure you're doing everything that you need to do. But at the same time, you think about you're going into the fire, but then you're coming home and you want to make sure that not only are you protecting yourself while you're there at the hospital, you want to make sure that you're protecting yourself so that you're not bringing something home to your family. So that has been that balance of trying to do what you're called to do, do what you love to do, but also making sure that you don't bring anything home. So COVID has just been a, it has came in and it has just, 
disrupted everything, right? So I think that we, I know that we're going to get through this, um, but it takes all of us. It takes us believing in God, seeking God, praying to God, asking for God to heal our, our land, our nation. And I believe that with God and with each other, we'll be able to get through it. Definitely faith is a huge, huge factor um, in staying safe in this age and going forward. So mm-hmm. that being said, is there any tips or anything that you would maybe just recommend to someone to make sure they can stay as safe as possible right now? I mean, guys, I know as we I know we're in Texas, so we're starting to slowly open back up. And I would just say, just be smart. If you don't have to go somewhere, please don't go. You don't have to go to the movies right now. Continue to cook. Continue to spend time with your family. Just remember that the virus needs a person in order to continue to spread. So if the virus cannot be transmitted from person to person due to close contact or transmission from person to person, then we can really, really flatten this curve. Um, So just I know we're frustrated. I know we want to get back out. I know people, you have to feed your families and I know people have to have no other choice but to go back to work. And so for that, I say to those people that have to go back to work, just be safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, practice social distancing. Those things matter. And those are the things that will help us um, continue to fight this fight. Awesome. Awesome. So a little bit about me. I've been a personal trainer for 15, actually 16 years now, and in the midst of doing that, I've had the privilege to train athletes, um, professional collegiate athletes and student athletes. And I have renewed my passion for helping people start their fitness journey. There are so many people out there who don't work out, who don't want to work out. Exercise is more than four letters, but it's like a four letter word to a lot of people. And my goal is to get them motivated over the years, I've found that motivation is the separating factor from somebody being successful in their fitness journey or any other journey they get in in life versus those who aren't successful is motivation. So Divine Design Fitness and the Muscles of Medicine podcast, a lot of what you're going to hear is about things to help you get motivated, to help you get moving, to help you make decisions and to act on those decisions, not just from the physical standpoint, but from the faith standpoint. I went to school, played football, ran track, uh, got my degree in biology and chemistry, wanted to be a doctor, <laughs> but organic chemistry really kicked my butt. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, I'm not going to go four more years of this. So I did graduate with my degree, but decided to become a personal trainer and help people before they got sick. Um, instead of dealing with them after they got sick or while they're sick. It's been a fun ride. I've seen a lot of the fads. There's so many fads in fitness. There's so many things that pop up. But even in the midst of all that, there's some fundamental things that always work. And as long as each person knows who they are, how they're designed, you can apply those fundamentals and achieve those fitness goals that you want to achieve. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about how you kind of came up with Divine Design Fitness and how you kind of merged the faith and fitness together and what that means to you. Even all those years of training, it came, Divine Design Fitness came to me and actually amidst of my own struggle. 
it wasn't until I had health issues, mainly specifically cardiovascular issues. Um, they went to the doctor one day. They said um, I had a low EF. Figure out, even though I was working out, I was eating, I was doing all these things, my heart wasn't functioning the way it was supposed to. And after doing some tests and everything, it came back that it was genetic. At that point, it took me down. Like, I did not know what to do. <laughs> the first thing they told me to do was to not work out mm -hmm. till we figured out what it was. So I got out of the habit of something that helped me get through a lot of the stuff I've been through before. And then once they figured out what it was, they said, okay, you can't lift weights heavy or this or that right, right now. Focus on walking, jogging. So I had to literally retrain myself, not just physically, but mentally to get back in shape. But that's where divine design fitness came in because it was act, it was through the process of getting back into my word. Cause I found myself in a dark place that God started to reveal to me, not just the future of his plans for me, but how he created us and using the same process of creation to help others create a new them, a new body for them to get healthy, for them to get fit, for them to build confidence, for them to get motivated. But it all starts in the mind. And most trainers focus on the physical and not the mental mm -hmm. um, or the spiritual. So that's what separates Divine Design Fitness. I love it. Yeah. We want to focus it. on that side of things. Okay. So if you could give our viewers or our audience a fitness tip, what would that be to just start off for people that are new into fitness? Um, because we're, we are focused on people that are new to working out, necessarily don't like to work it out. We, our audience is not typically someone that is a CrossFit person or someone that's already got fitness figured out. We are trying to reach the body of Christ because we know that the body of Christ is some of the people that are the most unhealthy, right? So let's just be honest. So that's our target. That's our, our, our audience. Those are the people that we want to help. So if you had to say something or a fitness tip that you can give someone that was new in their fitness journey, what would that be? Well, I'll continue to go with what I was just talking about, saying that it all starts mental. Start with setting goals. Start with setting smart goals. And a lot of people have used this in business and relationship stuff, but it's relative when it comes to your fitness. Start with a specific goal. Make a specific goal. Don't do a lot of them. Start with one or two specific goals. And then when you set that goal, make sure it's measurable, meaning how many pounds do you want to lose? How many inches do you want to lose? Or how long do you want to go for a walk? How long do you want to go for a jog? Or how many miles or less than a mile, even if it's less than a mile? How many miles do you want to do? Make sure it's measurable. Then make sure it's attainable. Know and understand where you currently are. Maybe you were able to do 20, 30 push-ups at some point in time in your life, but you're not there now. Set an attainable goal that you know you can achieve and then build upon. So you're saying we can't lose 10 pounds in a week? No, <laughs> I would not recommend it. You would have to starve yourself to death. And, <laughs> and even if you did so starve, it's, so it's, it's possible away. if we starve ourselves? No, well, no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you starve yourself to death, you're going to lose a lot of weight real quick. <laughs> but 
that's a common misconception. A lot of people go on these diets to say 10 pounds in a week. Yeah. The pounds are pounds. So, talk about talk about that. So I've been guilty of it. As women, we want to see results fast, right? We got a goal. We got a trip, um, a dress. There's something in the immediate future that we're trying to obtain, right? So we get on these fad diets, lemonade diets, smoothie diets, whatever it is, because we want fast results. So talk a little bit about um, fad diets and what that means in your fitness journey and how, what's the pros and what's the cons of some of those fad diets. So I know everybody's probably seen that one person and that's, I call it the, they, a lot of people call it the yo-yo diet. You see them at one point in time and they look great. And then you see them two months later and you're like, what the heck happened? And then you see them six months later, they look great. What usually happens is they go on these fad diets or fad programs because they have a goal in mind, which is good. They have a goal. But the goal isn't specific and it doesn't transform the habits into a lifestyle. So they'll go on these lemonade diets um, or other fat diets. Mm-hmm. Lord, y'all, keto has done me <laughs> in. And, okay? Keto has brought these pounds back with a vengeance. <laughs> well, not keto, not being on keto. Right. Yeah. Not being on keto because I'm going to be honest, I was super fine on keto. <laughs> Yeah, we both dropped some weight and we had a goal. We yeah. had a goal. We went to Essence but Festival. When you stop keto, Lord. Especially if you don't work out and continue to work out, it'll come back. So the easiest way to explain it is most pounds lost when you start a program, whether it's nutritional or dietary or workout, a lot of the poundage that's lost is going to be water weight. And it's not necessarily fat. Yes. It'll help you lose pounds, and a pound is a pound. But if your goal is ultimate health, you should focus on looking to burn body fat to a healthy and getting it down to a healthy level. So the fat diets, they might be fine. There's no knock against them, but recognize that they're temporary. Don't set your goal based off of what the fat diet could do. Set your goal based off of what a healthy lifestyle can do. And then if you need to use fat diets to get a little kickstart or achieve a couple extra pounds here or there, that's fine. But then also make sure your goals are relevant. Getting back to the SMART goals, we had specific, we had measurable, we had attainable. Make sure your goals are relevant. I no longer have to train or lift weights like I'm playing football. There is absolutely no reason for me to go to the gym for myself. I don't have a goal of that requires me to go to the gym and put 315 pounds on a bench press and rep it out as many times as I possibly can. Now, I'm not saying that other people might not want to do it or shouldn't do it. It's just not relative to my goals. So if I were to go and do it and put all that weight on there, I'm going to be sore. If I'm going to be sore, I'm going to take days off. If I take days off, I got to start all over again. So start slow and make sure your goals are relevant to where you are now. Where you are now is not where you're going to be five, six months from now. So it's going to change, but make sure they're relevant to where you are now. And then talking about time, make sure it's time bound. Give yourself a deadline, not to say you did great or you failed, but to make sure you see that calendar ticking down. And that's one of the reasons like we were talking about when we were on keto, we had to go, we 
didn't have to go. We were going to the <laughs> Essence Festival. We had to go. Yeah, we had to go. <laughs> we were going to the Essence Festival, and we... You don't go there just like, oh, I'm going to look any kind of way. You want to go there and you want to feel good. You want to look good. And New Orleans is hot in the mm-hmm. summer. <laughs> and so, so hot. Um, we started keto. And actually, I wanted to see what keto would do for us, even if we didn't work out. And so me personally, I didn't work out. I dropped 16 pounds in like a month. Yeah. But again, just because I say that keto wasn't for everyone. So I'm not saying that for everybody to jump on the keto bandwagon. But it worked for me. It worked for my body type. Right. And, and, and yeah, we're not saying that, for like Moran said, for everyone to jump on keto. But what I will say is that keto has some really good, some good things that come from keto, where you eliminate your carbs, you eliminate your sugar. So those are things that we should carry on no matter if we're on a keto diet or not. So there are good things that you can take away from keto. Um, I would just say that for us, when we stopped, we saw... I felt like we saw the pounds come back double, right? Yeah, they came back double. Yeah. They came back fast. It, fast, we were, <laughs> like, like super fast, like scary fast. <laughs> it's Yes, they came back fast. It took probably, what, a month, a month and a half of work, and then we lost that within like two weeks. And that's the other part to make sure that you stay on the wagon is you can work out for a year and it might only take a month or two to lose a lot of the stuff that you spent a year to get. It's the devil. It's not the devil. It is it's the lack devil. of discipline. It's the devil. <laughs> so again, make sure <laughs> your goals are being are smart, specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. If you do that and you make the decision that you're going to do this, that's when you can start moving forward. And I'm telling you that as the foundation of your journey will give you a better chance of success than just signing up for a gym membership. If you can find a gym that's open now, but signing up for a gym membership or going and buying new workout equipment from Amazon, get it shipped to your house, but it ends up just sitting in the corner. The tool doesn't mean anything. It means what you make it mean. And that's relative to your goal. We hope this was a beneficial episode We just wanted, again, to let you in on who we are, what we do. and uh, Yeah, I hope you learn a little bit about us and feel our passion to help you grow stronger in your faith and in your body. Um, Just get ready to have some real conversation with us. We are going to get down to the conversations that are uncomfortable, the things that we don't really want to talk about. If you have questions for us, please feel free to email those to us at or um, at info at Divine Design Fitness. You can also find us on Facebook at Divine Design Divine Design Fitness, as well as Instagram at Divine Design Fitness. So DM us, send us those questions. Let us know what you want to talk about. We want to hear your voice. We don't want this to be a podcast where we're just talking to you about what we want to talk about. We want to hear what you have to say so that we can answer your questions for you. All those questions that you don't want to ask your doctor and you just kind of shake your head like, yes, but you don't know what they're talking about for real, for real. Send those questions to us so that we can answer those and really break it down so that you can understand. We want you to win in your health and fitness goals. As well as your faith. And also, if you have questions and you don't know a trainer, you don't know, you want the real. You not, oh, just go give me four sets of 10 push-ups. You want the real 
process. You want the real strategy to get in the best shape that you can, whether you're experienced in fitness or starting. Send us a question. Let us know. That's what we're here to do. That's what God called us to do. And that's what we want to do. Yep. You got it. All right. So, y'all, so we look forward to seeing you next week and next episode. Feel free again to reach out to us. We appreciate you. We want you guys to make sure you stay safe, stay healthy, and build your faith. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Muscles and Medicine. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at DivineDesignFitness.com and follow us on YouTube at Divine Design Fitness. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you consume podcasts. Please feel free to leave a review and comment. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.